Okay, hello, and welcome to another episode of Innovations in Education, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest in K-12 ed tech this month. I'm your host, Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. The most recent Nations Report card shows that students are behind and have not caught up to pre-pandemic learning levels. According to the National Assessment of Educational Progress, a gold standard federal exam, national math and reading test results for 13-year-olds hit the lowest level in decades. Some more sobering stats. Did you know that one in five children have learning and attention issues that affect their ability to focus and pay attention in class? And 40% of students have difficulty understanding what their teachers say due to classroom noise. So focus and participation are major issues in the classroom. Madeline Mortimer, she's the Global Education Innovation and Research Lead for Logitech, has some ideas for solutions. With years of experience as a classroom teacher, Madeline has developed a curriculum for grades 4 through 12. Her research experience includes positions at MIT Teaching and Learning Lab, and she also has a Master's of Education from the Harvard University Graduate School of Education. Are you looking for a way to make classrooms more engaging using tech? Have a listen. Okay, Madeline, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I really appreciate your time and, and your insights. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. Uh, really excited for this discussion. You know, I've been covering Logitech for a long time, lots of great technologies, lots of great practices, and the world still is now kind of split between BP before pandemic and AP after pandemic. But even before the pandemic, the use of Logitech technologies in classroom was always a topic of the discussion. And really, as few as four or five years ago, there were still sometimes arguments about the use of technology in classrooms, which when you look back on it now, seems a little little bizarre considering everything that's happened. It's this great beta test where learning went remote and these technologies were proven to be essential in terms of the continuance of learning. Now we go back to whatever our new normal is. Students are back in classrooms after 18 months of being forced into a remote situation. You have new dynamics, especially some of these younger kids are still learning how to behave in person in a classroom. So I know that you have a number of tips and ideas for educators on how not only to use Logitech technology, but technology in general in the classroom. Can you talk a little bit about how you came up with this list? Absolutely. And so, you know, to your point, there's so much new tech in the classroom, along with having students been outside of the classroom uh, for quite a while. We're a year or so after COVID. Uh, however, as you mentioned, those behaviors, those tendencies are still prevalent. And so at Logitech, especially in my role, we really like to think about how to improve focus and stamina uh, within the classroom. And why this is so important is, you know, two reasons. One, most of learning is now done from a one-to-one -one device. You know, that difficult for any age, especially school-aged children, students, uh, to be in front of a one-to-one -one device uh, for the majority of the day. And two, you know, with all of this extra tech, it's not necessarily conducive uh, to those positive behaviors, as you mentioned as well. And so when we think about 
you know, tips as it pertains to tech, we really like to orient it around that focus and stamina uh, topic. Yeah. And so you delineate, you go into some specifics, the first being to treat comfort as something that's non-negotiable. What do you mean by that? Absolutely. So the topic of comfort and ergonomics really isn't too prevalent. However, at Logitech, we believe should be a non-negotiable. And what do we mean by that? Well, in a recent Education Week survey that we collaborated on, 74% of educators said students' level of comfort while using EdTech impacts their engagement in learning. So this means that, you know, when they're un physically uncomfortable with the tech, so they've been sitting for a long period of time, they don't have the correct peripherals uh, to be comfortable using that one-to-one -one device, their engagement is going to go down. And that survey was done with over a thousand participants, uh, educators, school leaders, and so with this really strong correlation between comfort and having focus in the classroom, we really see it as a non-negotiable to have the right tools in place so that students are physically comfortable while learning. Yeah. So number two, you talk about you know mixing it up with dynamic seating. Now, innovative learning spaces is something that's always been a concept that has been put out. The reality is, again, this might be a pre-pandemic, post-pandemic thing where those concepts were nice, but the reality sometimes of the day-to-day -day classroom of 30 students doesn't lend itself too much to, to being innovative when it comes to how kids are set. Now, maybe after pandemic and the fact that kids were in their rooms or in having different learning styles, that the idea of encouraging movement that would help students learn, is that something that you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's not only just having the right options, it's also in, in terms of seating, it's also ensuring students as well as educators have the right knowledge on how to be ergonomically comfortable in those different seating arrangements. Having options for students to sit on a carpet with a tablet, with a laptop versus a table or uh, be able to be even on a couch or different seating areas, that's all great in terms of being up, moving around, being in different body positions. However, it's so important to ensure that the knowledge of how to ergonomically friendly be in those different seating positions is just as important. So for example, if you have students on the floor, on the carpet, we see that a lot, especially with lower elementary, their head is looking downwards now instead of having eye level contact with their tablet or laptop. And so ensuring that they're not in that position for too long of a period of time is important as well. Yeah, because that certainly leads into your next tip in terms of giving students time to stand and stretch. So, I mean, that kind of works it in to the class 15 minutes. I mean, what do you recommend? I mean, just like a a break in between? Do you stretch before you get started? A little bit of both? Yeah, absolutely. So the recommended amount is every 20 to 30 minutes, having some type of physical movement. And, you know, this is, as I mentioned before, not only from a seated position, but to also make sure that 
if you're on the floor, if you're on a couch, that you're not stuck in a position that isn't ergonomically friendly for too long periods of time. And so, you know, of course, there's between classes, uh, between periods. However, having not only that brain break of standing up, moving somewhere else, or any kind of physical movement, uh, but also that physical break, which as we saw is just as important and has just as much of a tie-in to engagement and focus in learning. Yeah. Your next one is is one that I've always found to be particularly helpful and one that is seems obvious, but in, until you actually start using it, it isn't there, which is the use of microphones and, and teachers. Talk a little bit about your history in terms of seeing the improvements of student engagement because of microphones. Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, on the educator side, we've seen that microphones really help teachers not only save energy, but also their physical voices as well. In the same survey, uh, which we did with over a thousand participants, 75% of educators said that without you know, microphone, their voice is hoarse and strained, which, you know, that has a trickle effect on not being able to be, you know, as present with students. There's that energy factor as well. And we've seen from the student side as well, being able to have clear audio is especially important. Kids up until the age of 15 are developing different audio aspects and If they don't have the right audio in place and can't hear what's being said, that again can have a impact on engagement levels as we've seen. We also know that kids up until upper elementary require the audio to be 300% louder than background noise to be able to accurately hear. And so, you know, if the educator's voice is muffled or at the same decibel level as the background noise uh, that can cause focus issues on the student side. Yeah. And then finally, this might be another kind of post-pandemic realization with students having agency over their own learning. You recommend that teachers collaborate with students on what technologies they use and how they use them. How do you see that working out? Absolutely. So we've seen that students get very excited uh, when they're able to use whichever tech tool that allows them to express themselves in a way that's meaningful to them. Uh, So that can be, you know, whether it's with a stylus, having a webcam so that they can record themselves, having different interaction tools such as a mouse as well. And so we've seen it be effective in having what we like to call an ed tech pencil case or you know buffet in the classroom so even if there's not a stylus mouse headset webcam for every single student but having that option for students as well can really make them feel like they're taking autonomy over their learning and also allow them to express themselves as i said in a way that they feel comfortable and engaged that's good stuff. Finally, to just kind of wrap it up here, as you see, again, I, I hate to keep talking about the pandemic, but it's still kind of still with us in terms of the, the context of our day to day. What do you see if these sorts of strategies are put into the classroom? Where do you see the state of play in education 
if these things are, are put into place. I mean, we're still talking about learning loss. We're still talking about teacher burnout. We're still talking about students still having some issues when it comes to mental health and getting classrooms back to maybe not what they were before the pandemic, but just in an approved space. Talk a little bit about your hopes for what these sorts of tips can do for the average classroom. Absolutely. So our hope at Logitech is that these extra tools along with the one-to-one device become the norm. And so there's a number of reasons why we see that as so important. Uh, one, uh, the ergonomic side of things. You know, we we already have a lot of data showing the long-term impact if the right tools are in place and the right tools aren't in place um, from a comfort standpoint. Not only for student engagement, uh, but also physical problems that students can incur later on. Uh, there was a study with students between the ages of 10 to 17 who only used a one-to-one device and the study showed that they had physical pain up until their late 20s as a result of not having the right peripherals in place. So firstly, we hope the positive impacts from an ergonomics standpoint in the long run. Uh, Secondly, from a focus standpoint, Now, of course, there's so many different factors within the classroom, a learning environment, a student's life, the school itself. However, you know, we know that the majority of learning is done on this one-to-one device. So how can we impact that small immediate area that the majority of the learning occurs? One way is adding these extra tools, peripherals to that learning space. And again, you know, we're really focused on how we can make that long-term impact from a focus standpoint and all of the benefits that trickle down from that, whether it's, of course, performance is important, but also that confidence that students lost uh, over the last few years, you know, confidence and autonomy in their own learning uh, space. And I say, finally, having these extra tools in place We've really seen that when students can express themselves in a way that's meaningful to them, you know, it really brings back the joy in the learning process as well. You know, we had students use the tool Kami, uh, the annotation tool and the Logitech pen, and over 96% of them said that they would want to use the Logitech pen with Kami again, uh, mainly because of the fun factor they were able to express themselves and that is just as important and has just as much of an impact and trickle down effect on performance, focus, and all of those aspects. So to summarize, I'd say focusing on where the majority of the learning is incurring, which is this one-to-one device environment with students. Melanie, thanks once again for your time and your insights. I think these sort of suggestions for our listeners will be great. Please let us know as you continue to study this space. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. And that's a wrap for this month's edition of Innovations in Education. I hope you enjoyed it and hope you subscribe for future episodes.